Welcome to More Impact. For the next 20 minutes or so, I hope to inspire you to step up and make more impact in every part of your life. I'm Deborah Ogden, and for over 15 years, I've been working with clients to step up and stand out with a powerful personal brand. Through this podcast, I want to bring you ideas and inspiration to allow you to do the same. Hello, how are you? Happy bank holiday weekend. Hope you've had a super week. Um, Well, this week we lost somebody who'd had quite an influence in my life, actually. We lost one of the music, great music legends, Tina Turner. And for somebody who grew up in the 80s, certainly her music was soundtrack to my teenage years. And the private dancer, uh, I was going to say CD, I mean, it probably would have been an LP in those days, wouldn't it? Or even a tape in my Walkman uh, showing my age. Uh, Certainly Private Dancer LP was such a soundtrack to my teen years. And when the news came through this week, I went for a morning, uh, an early morning jog and I listened to it and it's amazing. You know, you can forget certain things. It might be you're trying to learn something for a presentation, but there I was listening to the actual album because, yes, of course, I've heard tracks like What's Love Got To Do With It and Let's Stay Together on the radio a number of times. But I actually listened to the album and I could sing all the words. And it's amazing. Maybe in your form, those early years, it's your formative years. I don't know. But um, and I probably listened to it over and over again. But I was amazed at how many of the lyrics I'd remembered. So why am I talking about this? Well, this episode is uh, titled Entitled Impact Lessons We Can Learn from the Great Tina Turner because what an icon she was and I've picked five lessons that I think we can learn from her whatever you think of her I don't think anybody didn't like her maybe you weren't quite as um, passionate about her as I was so the first one that I have come up with is her recognising strengths so she I saw uh, an acceptance speech, Um, I don't know what the award was, it was a music industry award and in her speech she said, we are all born with gifts, some of us have more than others. What I do best is dancing and singing and she said it with no, um, there was no hesitation to that it was no um there were there was no arrogance it was just a statement of fact you know i was given these gifts and i use them and i recognize that i'm a, an awesome singer i'm an incredible dancer and thank you for recognising it with this award. So that got me thinking because so often we can be self-deprecating, can't we? And we're not great at celebrating the gifts that we've been given or the gifts that we have developed over the years. And I know I was talking to somebody a few weeks ago and we were talking about strengths and 
often when people are looking at feedback, they look at the areas that they're not great at and try and develop those. Whereas I'm a huge believer in recognising our strengths and celebrating those and building on those strengths. So whether it is your business, it's about finding that sweet spot that you are really good at and focusing on those areas, focusing on those attributes that you bring to the business and then finding an expert in the other areas to support you. So really focusing on those strengths rather than trying to develop areas that perhaps we're never going to be as good as. Yes, I recognise that there are some areas that we have to um, be able to get buy-in. So for me, I've said on here before, finance will never be my greatest strength. I don't enjoy it. And therefore, I have a brilliant accountant that supports me and helps me learn and has adapted her way so that I understand and she even makes it interesting for me I was going to say fun I don't think fun will ever ever sit in the word with finance for me but she knows the ways that will inspire me and be of interest to me so there are certain areas public speaking is another one you may never be the greatest public speaker but I think it's important that we all develop our skills enough to be able to share our message articulate our message and um, but on public speaking when I'm talking to people about visibility and I know I've shared this on here before if your strength isn't public speaking, then don't choose that as the platform to build your personal brand and visibility. Find an area where your strengths lie, whether that's writing. If you're fabulous at writing copy, then use social media, use blogging, write a book, use your strengths to the very best. Recognise the gift that you've been given and then use it to progress, to grow to build your brand, build your impact, build your profile, just like Tina did with her dancing and her singing. So the next um, area that I wanted to focus on, the next lesson we can learn from Tina is her incredible courage and willingness to speak up. And, you know, she talks about her domestic abuse, the abuse that she suffered in her marriage and being able to speak up when she did in the early, I think it was the late 70s, early 80s. She really was uh, one of the first of her kind to do that. Somebody that was in the, in the uh, public eye, somebody that was high profile, that had the courage to speak up not worrying about the impact that that would have on her at that time, but having the resilience as well to share what had happened. And I, I read one quote that said, I was living a life of death. I didn't exist. But she found that strength within and spoke to a journalist about what she was going through. And so many people now talk about how she inspired them to speak up. I think um, 
Melanie uh, B out of the Spice Girls, who's had her own traumas around domestic violence, said that she was inspired by Tina Turner. Many people she gave hope to. And actually, really interesting is that she then linked with Women's Aid. And I know that the musical Tina was... Um, in partnership with Women's Aid to support other women going through this kind of trauma. So I think she gave people hope, but she also gave people permission. She gave people permission to say it's okay and try and rid some of the shame around domestic abuse and say, if it can happen to me, it can happen to anybody. So I think we can all learn from that and we may not have something quite as dramatic as um, Tina Turner went through, but we all have a cause that we can speak up for. But on a day-to-day -day basis, we can speak up for other people as well. I know I was listening to something um, a couple of weeks ago Oh, I know who it was. Uh, one of my guilty pleasures is Queer Eye. I absolutely adore Queer Eye. I think it is It is something that I can watch. It's a, a short episode. It is heartfelt. It is kind. It is everything that is good in the world. So that's my escapism on an evening. And I was listening to Tan Franz talking about racism and he was talking about often in the moment it is very difficult to speak up to somebody um, uh, if they are a victim of racial slurs, racial abuse or any slurs or abuse, whether it's homophobic, whatever the situation. Whereas actually, if we are witness to this, sometimes it is easier for us to speak up and help support that person. So whether that's within business, whether you see a colleague that is being overlooked Whatever the situation may be, we all have a voice in about it's about using it for the good and also having a legacy that brings some good out of the most terrible situation, the darkest time in somebody's life. So, yeah, that courage, to sp courage and willingness to speak up, the bravery to share a story so that other people are given permission to do the same. It removes some of the shame from the situation and others can learn and be inspired and been given hope as well. So my third lesson from the great Tina Turner is never give up. And she was famous with her uh, Proud Mary and her hits with her husband, Ike Turner. But actually, it was her comeback in the 80s and 90s that she is often thought of. And again, that was using those strengths. It was that never give up attitude. And actually, it was the catalyst. Um, it was after she was really struggling and having a real fallow period and had um, shared her experiences that it was after that that her 
renaissance, if you like, came about. And I was reading this morning that apparently the uh, spark for all this, the catalyst, was when David Bowie told a journalist that she was his favourite singer. And I think we can learn something else from this because we all need our advocates in the world, don't we? And sometimes just a leg up, a great word from somebody else can set us on the right path. And of course, we can be that for other people as well. So, um, yeah, her renaissance and yeah, some of her greatest uh, work was in the 80s and 90s when she sang the the Bond theme and many other great hits. So that comeback, that never giving up, you never know what's around the corner, but also have those advocates and be an advocate for other people. And then the fourth lesson um, from Tina Turner and her impact had personal impact on me, actually. And this is very real in that in the um, I'm going to say the late 80s and it probably should have done my uh, maths before I came on here. But I think it was might have been early 90s, actually. Um, I saw her live at uh, the Manchester Arena and she was incredible. Talk about a ball of energy. She came onto that stage and lit up the whole stadium. She was, she gave it all and I'll never ever forget the energy that was virtually palpable in the, in the stadium, in the arena. She filled it, she was larger than life and it was as if it was actually fizzing off her and her band, her backing speaker, uh, backing singers were all sort of uh, buzzing and uh, feeding off her energy and that then reflected on the crowd as we sang back to her as we sang all the lyrics it really was a very special occasion and we can all learn from this can't we it's that I'm all in whatever I'm going to do I'm going to go out there and perform and often when people when when performers whatever uh, whatever their um, art is, whether it is music, whether it is actors, the incredible thing is to be able to create something that makes the audience feel that they are incredibly special. And I don't know about you, I've been to many, certainly live music gigs, and felt that our night, the night that we had, was the best ever on the tour. And I'm sure that everybody that turns up in every city feels the same. But that doesn't happen by accident. That happens by that performer showing up every single time as if it was the first time. And we can all do that, can't we? You know, it's not the, oh, well, this is the big occasion. I'm going to show up now. It's turning up every single time and giving our all because we never know where that moment will take us. So think about that, how we can show up every single time as if it is our biggest performance. And those people will only experience you in that moment. So what are they left with? Think about the touch points when you come in contact with people. 
And it might be somebody who you meet at a networking event that is just passing conversation with you. You don't know when they will come across you in life again. So let's make sure that everybody gets that best version. And I read something in an email. I'm sure you get and uh, have um, an email box full of um weekly newsletters and there are some that I really enjoy reading. I've mentioned the James Clear one before, The Atomic Habits and I don't think this was his, it was another one similar but it said the best people don't need to switch it on. The best people are those that are switched on all the time so it comes naturally to them. Actually their challenge is switching it off and for me that aligns with my belief that it isn't about doing it, it's about being it. So including these habits of showing up, recognising your strengths, speaking up and having your voice heard never giving up, having these as habits that we develop so that we are always being that person. And for me, that's when our personal brand is has so much impact because it's consistent. And yes, there are going to be times when we turn it up and turn it down. We can't be at 100% all the time. Wouldn't that be wonderful? But wouldn't it be exhausting? You need that um, light and shade. You need the highs to, well, you need the lows to be able to celebrate the highs. So we need some undulations in the road, whatever you want to call it. But it's about always showing up as our best self. And then the fifth lesson to learn from the great Tina Turner is around identity. I mean, if we saw an outline, a sort of shadow of Tina Turner, we would know who she was. And of course, she wasn't born Tina Turner. She was born Anna Mae Bullock and she chose that identity. She chose to become Tina Turner and the brand, if you like, that we know with the spiky hair, with the short, tight um, mini dresses, with the heels, with the red lips and the incredible legs. This sounds so superficial, but the one thing, apart from the energy, when I came away from Manchester Arena, and it must have been in the 90s and she was certainly a lot older. Well, obviously she was a lot older than I am now. That's uh, not my wisest uh, phrase on here. I'll leave it in. I won't edit it out. But I can remember thinking, oh my goodness, look at her legs. And she must have been probably in her 60s then. And she looked incredible. Her legs and her energy were the things that were imprinted on my mind. But that was her brand, how she stomped up and down the stage, how she owned her brand. She owned that image of Tina Turner. And that was cleverly choreographed to build her success. So what a fabulous icon we have lost that has left us this week. And uh, we've got the bank holiday weekend. So I'm going to have a listen again again to uh, some of my favourite tunes. Um, share with me what your favourite Tina Turner track is on uh, Instagram 
or on LinkedIn, which one you love best. I think my favourite is uh, Better Be Good To Me. I will hopefully see you next week. Feeling inspired? If you'd like to know more, please visit my website at deborahogden.com where you can download your own personal brand action plan. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to subscribe and share the podcast with your network. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.